Jeremiah Wonders is brought to you by Blue Chew. Are you ever in the bedroom with your wife and you're like, oh, I can't get it up? And she's like, oh, do you even love me anymore? Well, then maybe Blue Chew's for you. Blue Chew is the first chewable dick pill. If you don't like swallowing pills, well, then this is for you. And who likes swallowing pills? Because Blue Chew is chewable, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Oh, that's nice. Blue Chew is reliable. It's got the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, the big boys in town. Well, move over, guys. There are a lot of things you can buy online right now with all sorts of claims about the Casanova they'll turn you into, but Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, and you'll get a free one-on-one virtual consultation to find the right prescription and dosage for you. It's very important. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package, not blasting your news out on Main Street. Your lady will never know, and you won't have to go to the doctor's office and make awkward small talk with the receptionist or wait in line at the pharmacy. All that stuff sucks. Plus, Blue Chew is cheaper than what you would get at a pharmacy anyway. Get the same active ingredients as the name brand stuff at a fraction of the cost, and I'm all about saving. And the online consultation is free. What? And here's the best part. Just for listening to my show, Blue Chew is giving you your first shipment for free. Just pay five bucks in shipping. How? Visit bluechew.com, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com, and use code SACS at checkout. S-A-X. Try Blue Chew for free on me. Just pay $5 for shipping at bluechew.com and use the code SACS. Thanks for sponsoring the show, Blue Chew. Well, we have a very exciting episode right now. You may have noticed there might be some honking in the background. I'm in New York City right now. Things are a little cray-cray out on the streets right now. Uh, you're going to enjoy this episode with Ian Fidance. I did it in New York at our buddy's Gas Digital's studio. They let me record there. I'm very grateful. Shout out to BetterBox, who currently hosts me uh, every week in L.A. Ian Fidance is an amazing comedian and just an amazing person, and you should check out his stand-up and look up clips of him outside of this podcast that we did, but we had a lot of fun and I think you're going to enjoy it. Make sure that you're liking, commenting, leaving the reviews, all that stuff helps. Tell a friend, why don't you? And I've been doing sampler episodes at the end of the week. If for whatever reason, you can't watch the full episode, but I encourage you to watch the full episode because it's always a lot of fun. Without further ado, please welcome my pal, Ian Fidance to the show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Are we getting well, Ian's face right now? The, the, well, pure, the pure delight that's in Ian's face. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like auto-tune Joey Lawrence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. There it is. I'm at the show. Whoa. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. That's right. I'm having fun. Having fun all night. All night. Oh yeah, I'm a computer. <laughs> You're a computer. I have a virus. Wait, you have a? Why would you have a virus? Because I didn't wear my mask on the train. Wait, so you're a traveling computer that got a virus because it didn't wear a mask on a plane? Yes. Really okay, I just want to also. This is awkward to bring up, but are you made in China? 
Oh yes. Ooh. Awkward. I don't know. I just didn't want to say it, but like it happened. I said it out loud. I mean, I just think that people at home might be curious. Yes. Not to be that person. Call out, call out, wet Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So fun. He is loving this right now. Da 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 da. I'm loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Ba ba da ba ba. I'm fucking gay. I would love if that was an alternate commercial for McDonald's. I'm making it. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. That's good times, right? Yes. And we can we can do that whenever we want, whenever we feel like it. That's at our disposal. Perfect. Yeah, dude. I love right. it. What do you what do you what are you sipping on over there, Ian? Oh, you know, just some Schweppes. <laughs> Black cherry motherfucker Schweppes. I went to the deli motherfucker Schweppes. I had to push my way through some school teens Schweppes. I was scared, so I gave him a five and left Schweppes. Schweppes. Sliding down that boy's throat. You had to push some kids out of this is what it sounds when it goes down the wrong pipe. <laughs> this is the harm button. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Muy interessante. Muy this is what it sounds like when you do computer duster. I have a friend that was really into air dusters. He he would oh, do yeah. so much that he would he he like got addicted to it where he would pass out in front of us. It it's called fishing out. What is it called? Fishing out. Fishing out. Fishing out, that's what it's called? Yeah, yeah. When you and you literally... Yeah, he got you... kicked out. He was banned from Target. Oh, my God. Dude, it got to that point. That's like, awesome. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Wow, that fucking <laughs> yeah, rules. Yeah, dude, yeah. Oh, man, they knew my name at PC Richards. Yeah. It... <laughs> I like this mic this better, mic better, 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 better. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, we have to listen to our, the sound of our normal voices? <laughs> Boring. I hate it. Uh, yeah, Computer Duster was like, they called it Hippie Crack. Hippie Crack. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's what you do in Delaware when the bars close. You, <laughs> you just, can't, you, you can't get, find weed. You get some of that. <laughs> you just that get some of that. stuff. Some of that duster. <laughs> you getting dusty tonight, dude? You getting dusty. Get, get the vacuum, we're getting dusty. Dude, bring out the Swiffer, because you're about to get dusty. <laughs> that's, that's the Swiffer commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's just people, like, passing out next to keyboard, like, uh-huh. spraying stuff. Are you fishing out? Get the fishing rod, because you're fishing, rod. fishing out. I want to share a story with, with this audience of one of my favorite New York memories, and we were just messaging about it. Yes. Uh, it involves Ian and I playing pool at a New York bar yes. one night 
and I want to hear your interpretation of it because we just got done doing shows at where was it? Was it the stand? The, stand. the old stand, right? Yeah, right, right yeah. next door. Yeah, have you right been there door. recently? The new stand? No, the oh, old stand. No, no, What's it's going gone. What? A half a city block is taken away. They just literally wiped it out. Gone. Totally. What happened? It's like a missing tooth. Are they going to put up like hotels or something? I think so. Okay. But the bar next door, Patty, still exists. And during- That uh, bar is pretty cool. Yeah. During like quarantine, they had TVs outside. So it was pretty cool. You could just sit down and, you know, watch TV outside. But the uh, the stand is gone. That Dunkin' Donuts and that deli next door are completely gone. History. Dude. Erased, dude. It's And it's so weird because like the stand kind of felt like small in a way. Yeah, for you sure. Know? But looking at the lot of where it was, it's like, this fucking was massive. Yeah. Yeah. Is my mic, uh, I feel like it sounds like it's on a tune. Like one of these. Oh, really? Like it sounds like that to me, kind of. echoey. Or is that? It's not super full. Oh. I don't know. Well, whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> We're figuring it out. Yeah. I just kind of like to pump the brakes on any momentum <laughs> possible. You know, <laughs> I just want to be like, pump the brakes. Lower the stakes. Well, I like that voice. Yeah, I like, like that, that one. Maybe you tell the story and I'll back it up with this. Okay, this, that's fine. That's this, fine. This. So we just got gotten done doing some shows at the stand, yes. and we went next door to hang out with a bunch of comics. Yes, and and do you drink? I don't. Either do I. Okay. And I, that's probably why I, we yes, bonded over the yes. Pool. I have a hard time at bars because after a certain point, it's like, why am I here? You know, yeah, even if I like love everybody hammered. there, exactly. If they're starting to get sloppy, I'm like, all right, exactly. Like, that, like I, I, they're go. not going to remember it. No, and that's why whenever I go to a bar, I'll hang out longer if there's like an activity. Yep. at the bar, like a pool table, pool or table, ping pong, darts, or like darts or, or something. Pong, yeah. You know, and uh, that's why I like that bar because it was always like I could go hang, but then wrangle people to play pool. Yeah, so it was like slammed at the yes. bar, and that was another reason why I was like, ah, I don't really feel like like being like shoulder to shoulder and I don't even have a drink yes. or anything. Yes. Like, and and also bartenders just literally hate your guts when you're like, hey, can I have a water, please? Hate it. And when they're slammed, I'm hate like, it. I'm sorry. Like, I just, Wah. I always grease them up and I go, here's a five. I'm going to be back. I mean, that's a good call. I mean, so I give sure. them a five. So then they're like, okay, at least he's not like, yeah, because leech. I've had bartenders like straight up, like ignore me. Like whenever I'm like, Hey, can I get a water? They're like, yeah, when I have time, they're yeah. like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that like, make, that makes sense. But I water I'm, to live. I'm baby please, thirsty. Please, baby need wawa. Baby wawa. <laughs> wawa now, please. I want to suckle the tea to the fountain. I want tea I need it for my poor body. I'm going to pass out like I did on dusters. I don't get water. If you don't give me water, I swear to God, I'll fish the fuck out. This effects box is a blessing and a curse for you. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, ah. I know. I can't find them quick enough, so there's like a delay. Like, right, right, right. Like I'm like outside. Have you done those car shows? Yeah, where, where there's a delay on the radio. Like oh my god, dude! Yeah. Holy shit! You're like, I'm crushing by the weirdest circumstances. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ever. am I crushing? Are they angry or are they warning me about something I can't see? Right, there's something right behind you. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah, like, it's yeah, a yeah, horror yeah. film. That'd be a good twist. I know. New That'd age horror film. Wow, look at that. Look at us. New closer. 
<laughs> let me know how that goes i'm gonna let you have that one i'm just gonna be you know gracious wow he's the new andy kaufman he, he gets stabbed at the end of his set oh. <laughs> did he really die yeah he killed wow, that guy <laughs> really committed it was fun it was fun it was good and i paid seven dollars for my drive-in ticket so it was pretty cool it's pretty cool so we're playing pool next door uh outside of the stand and we, you and I, I believe, were just playing a game at first. Yes. And then a, two guys out of nowhere come up. I didn't even see them enter the bar. Yes. Now, also, whoa, it sounds like there's huge echo on this. Oh, yeah. There's not? No? No. Maybe I should just not care about this mic. As long as you're getting stuff, because it's echoing my headphones, too. I'm, yeah. yeah. It feels like this. And this. And this. And this. And this. JK, JK, JK. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's coming, coming through, through this, this still. still. Huh. It should be good now. Yeah? No, still there. Yeah, whatever. Is it all right on your end? Oh, okay. Well, fuck us then. I guess we just ignore it. You know? Yeah. I guess I just go, uh, fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one call? Oh, yeah. So at the time, I was a huge pool guy. Do you, you play pool? A yeah, lot? I play pool like when I was on the road, like I was playing it heavily. Yes, I, whatever town I was in, I'd find a pool yes. hall and just go play until it closed. Or like I, this pool hall I would go to was like, it would be like meditative. I'd just go by myself, put music Dude, on. Dude, it's play. the best, especially if you don't drink yeah. and you're like wanting something to do. Like mm -hmm. pool is such a great way yeah. to just zen out. Yeah. And, and also I only find sober people to play at the bar at night because drunk people shoot like a couple times and they're like, well, I can drink. Like, yeah, God damn it! I've literally played. I realized I played <laughs> pool one night. I went late night into Koreatown in Los Angeles, and I didn't realize that I was playing a homeless guy. He had <laughs> he had wandered in off the street, and he's like, "Let's play, man! Let's play! Let's play!" I was like, "All right!" Like I didn't know that he where like where he's coming from. Like because I was in the moment and I was playing, and right, then all of a right. sudden he's like, "Let's play." Dude, mid-game, he's like, ah, you're too good. He walks out, and, and I'm like, oh, that guy was just a homeless guy who just, like... That fucking rules. Yeah. He just, like, gave up. He's that like, would have been great. That would have been awesome if he was a homeless pool shark. That would be great. And he just, like, had the look of a homeless guy. You're like, oh, I could beat him, and he just runs on you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean... Less weird things have happened. I know. Well, less things weird has happened, which is what happened that night. We were fucking shooting pool. Shooting some pool. So you and I are playing. We're just having a friendly game. And yes. then guy, there's two guys that come up um, that are kind of foreign dudes. They kind of look a little foreign. Mm -hmm. and Yes, um, they had very because they had thick accents. Thick accents, and they had on weird clothing. Yes, they had like that, very, uh, like just the fit and stuff. You can always tell by the design and everything. You're like, oh, this isn't like American clothing. It did not belong. <laughs> so they basically try to take the table from us. Yes. And we're like, guys, we're, we're, we're playing right Aggressively. now. And it was, it was pretty aggressive. Yes. They're like, no, you play us now. Yeah. And we're like, what? And it was a packed bar, and we kind of look at each other like, do you want... I mean, yeah. okay. And they weren't European in the way that it was like, fuck off. It was European in the way of like, I will do what you say. Yeah. Like, they had some years on them that were older than they were. Right, for you sure. Know? Like, they looked weathered. Yes. So, as soon as we agree to play pool with them, yes. they both break out their own cues. <laughs> 
out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. We out didn't of see nowhere. Them. And both of them freaking put on pool, pool gloves. gloves. Yes. And Ian and I are like, what did we yes. just do? Yes. What, why did we just agree yes. to this? They, they were a little scary. That's yeah, why we agreed. They look like Ern McCracken yeah. in uh, Kingpin. They yeah. just put on all this shit. All the that, equipment. Just, like every piece of, of equipment. Stuff. Yes. Really nice gloves. Yes. Like, like assembling their cues yes. and everything. And we're just using house cues. Yeah. And they're like bent and yeah. everything. And the fucking tip is just like burned off. We're just like this ragtag team. We're like the Sandlot against, you know, the like really good team. Yeah. We, we have holes in our clothing. Yeah, All yeah, of a yeah. sudden we look down like we have dirt on our face. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, really yeah. poor now. We work in a factory. Yeah, my name's Hambo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we start playing them and they're good. They are really good. Yes. And Ian and I are looking at each other because we're playing doubles. So we're going back and forth, hopping between turns and stuff like that. And at some point we're like, we might, you know, there's a very good chance we're going to lose this, but we don't want to because the way that they approached us so hard and they, all their equipment and all their fancy things, we just needed to take them down. They're very aggressive. Yeah, really aggressive. So what do you remember next? And then I'll tell you what happens. Well, I just remember also feeling that if we didn't go along with them, there was going to be uh, a fight big or trouble in China right? or little trouble in Chinatown or whatever the name of that movie is. Yeah. There's going to be big trouble. At big Pat's. trouble in some, <laughs> yeah. some, some country place. that's not ours. Yeah, we're going right? to be some trouble. And uh, just the way they were aggressive. And we were like, no, we. And they were like, no, we. And we're like, okay. And I just remember like, you know, when you say that I, you know, when I needed you, Jesus, where were you? And he goes, there were one set of footprints in the sand. <gasps> there was one set of footprints at the pool table. And that was Jesus carrying us because I don't know what happened, but something became me and something jumped inside of my spirit that stepped up to a level of pool I've never played before in my life. So we all of a sudden get really competitive yes. with them where we're going back and forth and starting to go on little runs yes. and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, I remember on the eight ball shot, it, it came down to my turn on, I believe, on the eight ball shot. And I go, I literally said inside my head before I lined up because <laughs> I hated these guys so much. Yes. Ian and I literally, we bonded over how and much we were like we, looking at each other, like, like giving that. We like, have to take them down. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Look at that fucking dumb dude's gloves. I said, before I took the, the <laughs> final stroke on the cue ball towards the eight ball, I go, this is for your family. <laughs> and I said, this is for everything. Yes. And then I took a breath out. And then I had an even stroke, hit, hit the eight ball and it went in. And you and I celebrated it was, like crazy it in was front a, of them. A form of jubilation I've never felt before. <laughs> Where they didn't want to play us anymore. Yeah. They, were, they were very embarrassed that we beat them. Yeah, because they had to disassemble their equipment. Yeah. In front of us. <laughs> unscrew the pool cues, which is embarrassing. Sadly hearing squeaking, unscrew the pool cues, taking off their gloves yeah. finger by finger. Yeah. It felt so good to beat them. And I like usually it's always like, man, whatever. But like the fact that they were so hardcore and just expected to win. And then this ragtag group of just Americans kicked their fucking ass. Weird looking comedians. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, yep. Ah, yep. I guess we'll play. Yep. It was what, what was the saying in like the 88 Olympics when America won? <laughs> what they what they yell in the hockey game? Oh, uh, I don't know. Was that miracle? Was it that year? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a miracle on ice, right? Did they yell, it's a miracle, it's a on, miracle ice. on ice? <laughs> I forgot to say that. That's not a good slogan at all. Hey, guys, it's a miracle on ice. You hear that? It's a miracle. On ice. On ice. <laughs> Another guy adds an, oh, that's good. Let's keep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's burn that in everyone's memory forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it was know. awesome. Yeah. And then did we play them again or did didn't we keep on the table or were we like that's it? No, no, no. We're we walked away. We, like they're like Oh yeah, that was right because we, we were supposed to play again. We go, you have it. Yeah, you can have it. That's yeah. what we did. And we walked away and yep. we're like da 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 da. Uh-huh. There were High explosions five, going on behind us. <laughs> totally. We're coming out on top. Yep. It was amazing. That was cool. It's it's one of my favorite games of pool that I yes. that, and, and just and New that, York memories. That did feel good to be like, uh, just take it. Yeah. We don't need this. We don't need it, dude, we because we play fools yeah. like you yeah. all the time. That was like a classic New York fucking story. It was a New York you moment know? for yeah. me. I was like, this is New York. I know. A cigarette right afterwards here. never tasted I started better. smoking all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called a cab. Like I, I learned how to whistle, whistle the whistle first the time ever. Yeah, yeah. Shoo, 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 shoo. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Shoo, 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 shoo. Shoo, 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 That's so weird. I can't whistle right now. Usually I can whistle. Hold on. What if, what if your warm-up for whistling was that song? Let me whistle while you twerk. Like, you have to do the full lyrics, and then you go... Okay, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> they change whistle while you work to whistle while you twerk. Isn't it? That's amazing. Isn't that a Is song? That, I, I don't know. Song. I think that's a song we just made I'm up. Pretty, no, no. That's There's a, a song, Whistle While You Twerk. Can you look that up? I'm like 99.9% .9 sure there's a song, Whistle While You Twerk. I'm just saying. Some podcasts feel like fever dreams, and I think this is one of them, and I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, I feel like I walked here underwater to get here. Just like... Oh, affirmative. Who's it, it by? It is... Ying Yang Twins. Yes! yes! Oh my god. Yeah. They had good whistles in their songs. Oh, they had, yeah. Remember that song, Where Do You See My Dick? And they're just um, whispering in some girl's ear about their dick. Hey, little girl, let me show you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, little girl, let me show you something. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> I might have. I think that is. I, is it? Hey, 12-year-old, let me show you my <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that classic Ying Yang. 2005 was weird. Yeah, it was weird, <laughs> but dude, it sounded dope in the headphones. Hey, little child, pretend to be teacher. Let me show you something. I'm a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my hey, penis. Okay, Pretty nice babysit you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mom I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> Ying Yang twins. I'm just a coach that you can trust. Now wait here while I try to bust. Ying Yang Twins. I'm gonna bust. Yeah, I'm gonna bust. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is.
Yeah, that was it. Where you see my what? Where you see my dick? Yeah. Where you see my? What, what, it, it, do you think, think that, that there's, there's gonna, gonna be like, like a, a, a feminist, feminist version of the song, song that comes out? out? Where you see my clit? It already did. It's called WAP. Oh, okay. okay. Where, Where you see my WAP? Yeah. That wasn't that funny at the beginning. Please don't show my pop. It's embarrassing for him. He found out at the gym. My parents can't know about this. That's the saddest, saddest realization in a rap song if they were whispering. Seriously, my my parents can't find out about this. I really don't want my dad to hear that. My dad just found out. Only fans. I didn't know I could be 35 and grounded. I still live at home. <laughs> I got in trouble. So I'm, I'm still, still paying off student loans. <laughs> Why do you say my dick? <laughs> I am all alone. Dude, at the beginning of quarantine, it was so cute. Like 13 year olds were doing like the Megan Stallion, like sure. Groovy, classy, sassy, bougie, budget, budget, yeah. And then it got way worse at quarantine. At the end, it was like seven-year-olds being like, "Wop, wop, wop, wop." Oh, yeah. You're like, "Oh god, I can't watch yeah, this." On the floor, just like hitting yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, macaroni yeah. and cheese will never be the same again. It will never be the same again. Um, so Ian, we uh, we know each other through. Uh, just little visits, little yes. spurts of Dude, trips. I, I will never forget uh, Stand Up on the Spot back when you brought that to the stand. And that was so fucking fun and, you and killed like, it. exhilarating. That was, yeah, one, that was one of my first uh, interactions with you. Yes. Which was a great one because you killed it that night. And also, I feel, and I don't know if you feel this or not, but I feel like uh, after I met you, like I, I started like, more following you online and stuff uh -huh. like that. You're a very beloved comedian oh, in the scene. Thanks, I, man. There's a there's a very good there's a very good energy around you where people are like, no nobody has anything bad to say about. They're ah, I love Ian. Oh, I like that. And you have a good like. I think you and I connect on an energy level on stage. Yes, like we both are silly. You know what I mean? Yes, and we and like I, to just go totally and i feel like that's the same for you like totally beloved wonderful when things happen genuine excitement no like they got that it's like no yeah. great you know yeah, what i mean like sure. i remember when you got past to the store i like was so happy for you thanks man. you know yeah because it's like yeah. such a huge deal well, and to like, hear that dude, i saw that you were performing like the seller and stuff yeah. was like perfect thank you you know man. what i mean yeah. because that's that's a New York yeah. store. Like, but I know how hard it is to get in at the yeah, cellar. Yeah. Like, I've I've never performed there properly. I yeah. did, I did a cheat code once that I that there were some comics there that night. They were very upset that I no. that I got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went with um, <laughs> I was we were in town for a roast battle years ago, uh -huh. and it was me, Jamar Neighbors, and Willie Hunter. We were with Jeff Ross. Yeah. So we were doing the wave because we were in town for uh -huh. roast battle. We went on stage. With Jeff Ross and David Tell, and yes. none of us were passed. Yes. Like that was literally the first time, and like I could tell, like some comics were really, really not happy. This oh, is wow. a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah. Also, they just met me upstairs. Right. So oh, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what are these guys doing? They're well, it's like dogs sniffing each other out. Like, 
who is this? Yeah. And then to see you just like trot on. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so like, funny. I don't tell really people about that because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, I've never really performed there. Like right, or, right. I, it was a cheat code that I was just with Jeff and, and Dave where yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's so funny that you just like hopped up on stage with them. But yeah. I like that. When I first got past at the cellar, they were filming uh, Bumping Mics. Oh, cool. And I went to watch, and at the end, Jeff was like, All the comics, come on stage. And I just got past her. I was like, I don't know if I should do that. And he was like, Ian, get up here. And I was like, What are you doing to me? I'm so embarrassed. I like went and I like hid behind He said, you're Dude, Norman, he knows you know? your name. Yeah, he yeah, likes yeah. you. It's like, There's a reason why he called you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's funny how like you think in your head, like, oh, I don't, I shouldn't be. And it's like, No, no, you definitely should be here. Like to hear that yeah. I'm beloved is like very nice, you know, because I don't know about you, but sometimes my head can trick me into being like, Everyone hates you. Just stay in your living room. Dude, you that's fucking bitch. a comedian, though. That's what we yeah. all go through that at different points, no matter. Because I carry myself as, uh, I'd like to think of myself as a very positive guy. Yeah, still, yeah, me you too. Know, I still get, you know, down on myself easily and, and stuff like that, where I get inside my head, like, oh, like, is everything that I'm putting out right now, does it suck? Like, do yeah. people hate it? Like, I think but we all at, have that. At psychosis. the same time, as someone, because I, I, I feel like you and I connect because we're both like very positive, and you know, like I think energy is so important. And sometimes I feel like my energy is like depleted, and I don't feel positive. I feel negative, and I'm like, but I have to be positive because I'm fucking positive, guys. So I can't like be like, hey, I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I want to allow the deep spirit of the devil to come in and overtake me. Death, death, destruction, bad, bad, evil, evil. Listen to the demons inside your head, Ian. <laughs> Let us crawl inside the orifice inside your body and ruin all the lives around you with negativity. But then also at the same time, I'm like, let positivity rule. It's tough. It's hard, for sure. It's, I literally have been at, at a place where if I'm not feeling really good and yeah. I, my energy's not good, I'll sometimes skip uh, going to a club that night when, mm. like when things were open because... It's harder to respond to people being like, are you okay? Yeah. It's so Especially much when you're harder. such like a happy, fun dude and people are like, hey, I can tell something's off. And well, you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. And also, if it actually is something, yeah. that's the last thing you want. Like, right. you're trying to escape that right. anyway by going out to right. the club and like doing a set or whatever. But sometimes I'm just like... I'm really tired. I think yeah. it would benefit me to just rest rather than go and people be like, are you okay? Your energy's yeah. weird. Like, you're not What's like... What's wrong? Yeah. You're not like kind of happy right now. You're not right like now. making everyone around you smile. Right, 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 right. right. Fuck off. But I, I found just that... Just give me a moment. <laughs> I found that sometimes it helps to like just use that and be honest about it on stage and, and like... Because I'll, I'll talk about like dark things, but I'll try to do it with like a intense smile you know instead of being like i'm depressed like ha 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 i'm so depressed you know oh I mean? yeah like, yeah and try it's to interesting get it out to try to play way. with that because sometimes it works really well and you're like oh okay i can kind of shift mm -hmm. whatever mood i'm in which that's you know that's the sign of like us being like at the professional level is like you being able to shake whatever off yeah Go on stage kill yeah. and then as soon as you get off stage be like slobbing and like oh i don't feel mm -hmm. good Dude, I had to do that. One of my oldest friends in comedy died, and I had to go, like, MC the cellar that night, and I had to go up on stage. I just found out he died earlier in the day. Me and my friends are in the back 
like hugging and crying. And then I had to go on stage and be like, how's everybody doing tonight? You know? And, uh, at some point I was like, look, my friend just died. I don't want to be here. And I see friends hanging out and I want to fucking kill you. <laughs> and, uh, it was like really fun. It like worked, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's so weird that we have to do like, you have to like flick a switch and it's like, am I a sociopath? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or is this just, am I good? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah or yeah. am I just really fucking good at <laughs> what I do, bitch? I had similar, I mean, very similar story. I had a, a buddy through comedy pass away that yeah. I was, before I went on stage, it was all like, it was within a day or two of when he passed away and I had just gotten back in town. And uh, I had a set in the original room of the comedy store and I was literally crying because his r.i.p sign was on the marquee when i oh. dro drove into yeah uh the store's lot and i was i like i made it to the back door and then i started crying and then i had a few minutes before i went on stage mm -hmm. and i literally had to like wipe tears off my face and shake it off and yeah i was like how's everybody and I like do, do the whole thing yeah, and then yeah. like i got off stage and i was like oh i'm so glad that's over but that was hard. That yeah. was so hard. And yeah. I had like, you know, some of the people who, who had just been seeing me cry, they're like, you did great. Nobody would be able to tell that right, you right. were just <laughs> crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just a second ago. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's tough, but then it's also like, how, how can I, you know, disassociate like that? I know. <laughs> like, how can I put those feelings aside? But it's like, I think it's just training throughout the years of like, no matter what you do your set, you show up to work, you do your act. You Have you ever had to do food poisoning and then like do a set or anything like that? Have you ever what? been like, really sick? Um, actually I always fought through being sick and would just like go up, but this year, like a butterflies like, thing? No, no, no. Like, like, uh, I have like, um, not like strep throat or anything, but mm -hmm. like sometimes I'll like lose my voice because of smoking or something. Right. And I'll just like power through or like I'll be sick and I'll just suck it up and go up anyway and just tell everyone like, hey, I'm I'm not feeling whatever. But in the beginning, in the middle of February this year, I was like so sick. I was like, I'm not doing this. I can't go yeah. to work. And it was for the best, you know, because I was when everyone was like getting the flu. Sure. But also I really hurt my back. And I powered through and was like, all right, I'm going to go do stand up. And then I was like hobbling on stage and halfway through, I was like, I have to get off stage. I was in so much, I was like in a back brace. I was like, oh, standing. Dude. I was like, I have to leave now. <laughs> they were like, okay. Honey, this back brace comedian is <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know like what his angle is on this yeah. whole thing, but Does it is really Does he sell really back funny. brace merch? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. He's he sells gels and ointments after yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, ben yeah. Gay. It's yeah, really, yeah. It's really wow, fun. that's his stage name, Ben Gay. Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be gay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's he's currently gay. gay. He's been he gay. Been ga he he been gay. He been gay. He been gay. He been gay. He been gay for a hot minute, girl. He been gay for a long ass time. He been gay since he's a baby. Okay, <laughs> that's why he back hurt from getting he it get blown back. out. He get it blown out. He get it blown out of the front side and the back side. He blown out everywhere. <laughs> he's he sell creams, he sell lubes, cause he been gay, bitch. He gives creams, he receives <laughs> creams, he been gay. <laughs> now he's selling Tiger Bomb, cause <laughs> Joe Exotic. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, not, he's not that straight. He's, I, I he's, will, not, he's, he's not. I, I lost so many gigs because of my back brace. I will never financially recover from this. Let me tell you something right now. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there. there. Is. They, uh, they have no idea what it's like to be a gay guy who owns a tiger. Okay? That, that, that sounds like Donald Trump. 
No, this is what Donald Trump sounds Woo! like, actually. Yeah. Listen, I'm the 45th, the 46th, the 47th, and the 48th president of the United States of America. Okay. How does it feel to get corona and get rid of it in a day? I lost the corona very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. It actually, it made me more agile. <laughs> It made me stronger, better, harder, faster. Okay. Oh, Kanye. Big guy. Uh, he's, uh, he was one of the blacks that were supporting me. Then he, <laughs> he went off on his own path, all right? And he, he tried to run against me, but what happens when the blacks run against me? They fail. How okay? does it feel to have a stable of blacks? A stable. That you can go to and just use to get the vote. You know, it's very, very, very fantastic. It's very good. <laughs> To have a stable of a community that's not on the rioting side of things. <laughs> it's really nice to have people that are like, you give them the thumbs up. They try to pound you. You say, we'll work it out later. I'm white. I don't do your mumbo jumbo handshake. I heard your new slogan was loot the vote. <laughs> you know, it's something we're working on right now. <laughs> I'm not going to write it off. I think it's pretty catchy. <laughs> We've had a lot of stitched hats to say, loot the vote. <laughs> and I think it's going to catch on. I think Sleepy Joe has no idea that I'm going to overtake and just stay. I'm a squatter. I'm going to stay in the White House regardless of what happens. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> the delay of having to. Uh, uh, I can't find the fire. I can't find the fire. I'd be the worst morning zoo DJ ever. Oh, dude, that's so funny. Tonight, uh, we've got. <laughs> A caller. <laughs> Uh, did that guy have a stroke in the middle <laughs> of having a guess? What happened? That stunk. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> All that for a fart noise? <laughs> All that for, like, hitting every single button for just a... <laughs> you may have had a friend tell you about the social dilemma, or you may have already seen that Netflix documentary, right? Now... We're on our phones too much. It's doing bad things to our brain and whatnot. But what you may not have heard is that in this documentary, tech insiders are explaining how social media is engineered to explicit users' data for profit. They call it surveillance capitalism. Look, I'm, I'm called normal capitalism where I'm a willing participant in the transaction. Like every time I go to buy food at the grocery store, right? But when my data is being harvested so tech billionaires can get richer, that's where I draw the line, pal. And that's why you should put a layer of protection around your data with ExpressVPN. Every time you use the internet, big tech companies mine your data for tracking your searches, messages, and video history. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, it hides your IP address, which websites can use to personally identify you. And that makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers, which that's good, right? You still need to be careful with what you share on social media, but ExpressVPN can make your web browsing more anonymous. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and prying eyes. Many VPNs slow down your internet, but not ExpressVPN. It's incredibly fast and easy to use. Just tap one button, a new button, a button, just tap to button. 
Just tap the button, guys, okay? And then you're protected with ExpressVPN. Man, I am butchering this one, dog. So if you don't like the idea of tech companies exploiting your personal information, then visit expressvpn.com slash sax right now, and you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash sax to protect your data. Go to expressvpn.com slash sax to learn more. I kept in the errors because I felt it was more organic. Did you guys like it? Let's get back into this episode with Ian Fidance. I love you guys. Thanks for dealing with me. That's beautiful. I want to get into this next segment with you. It's called Fanning Out. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. And this is what I do. It's about Dakota Fanning. It's about Dakota Fanning. Uh, (laughs) It's exclusively about that. Uh, I ask you questions that people sent in from the internet. Oh, and um, and then uh, we'll get to know you a little bit better. And some people sent in, I think, some scene suggestions for us to try to improv as well. Oh, uh, let's see. This one comes from Callum's Zone on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's the number one reason to fight your stepdad? Wow, number one reason to fight your stepdad. Yeah. Because he fucks your mom too good. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You're giving my mom too much pleasure. You're you're but you're giving her too you never fucked her like my dad. No one'll fuck her like dad. No, dad conceived me. Yeah. And you'll never do that because I'm already here. Yeah. You didn't make me. No. Asshole. So quit trying because yeah. obviously it's not working. Yeah. You're not gonna make another me. Dad knew how to hit it. I mom's faking with you. Yeah, I wish you knew how to quit it. Now let me show you how to fuck my mom. Yeah. Fight me. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going weird porn around. It's like you push him out of the way. This is how I have sex with my yeah. mom. Take a note, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Freaking Steve. Jack, but really, the best reason to fight your stepdad is if, is if he puts hands on mom. I mean, if he's if like that. I mean, if that happens, I mean, Mike Mike Tyson punch out. I don't even have hands. a gun, but finger guns. Yeah, get off mom. <laughs> Why is he still punching her? (laughs) (laughs) My improv class, my miming isn't working. Yes, and stop hitting mom. Please. Oh, man. Um, This one comes from Jack White So Tight on Instagram. (laughs) Do you have any glory hole mishaps? Oh, 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 oh. someone's been spying on me. Uh, there's a story I have, uh, on Comedy Central, I did for Comedy Central about, uh, getting rejected at a glory hole. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's not something I do now. I've, I've retired that jersey and it's, it's a jersey with holes in it <laughs> and I've, I've retired it, but it's uh, a jersey with stains on yeah, it. Lots of stains, yeah. lots of holes. It's in the rafters. It's, it's in the, actually it's in a booth it's and in a booth. to commemorate my legacy, you have to fuck one of the holes in the jersey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I used to go to glory holes to get my, my thing sucked. And, uh, or just a suck one on like a, you know, you're hungry at lunch. What sure. do you do? You know, 
And uh, I hungry. Why wait? Yeah, Get hungry. a glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a new slogan. Yeah. Actually, that's the the Midwestern snack places uh, come and go. It's actually that's. That was... Oh, I've been to come and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. all have. Yeah, yeah dude. Y'all gonna come I'm and from, go? I'm from Kansas. I have family in Iowa, so I've passed by and there it and is. Gone through and gotten a lot of come yep. and go. Yep. You drop a nut and leave. Yep. And you get some trail mix. <laughs> the process. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I. It's. It's like a. So I did that story for Comedy Central and it like comes back to me in like weird ways. Like I was talking to this chick a couple of weeks ago and uh, it was like after a show and it was, it was kind of like, so do you want to come to the bond? Like, bye, bye, bye. You know, kind of yeah. like getting this vibe. And I swear to God, this other girl comes up and she goes, oh, my God, Ian, sorry to interrupt. I have to tell you, your glory hole video is so funny. I have shown it to so, I love it so much. And I'm like, thank you. And she like walks away. The girl goes, glory hole. What's she talking about? I was like, well, you know, it was a time in my life. I used to, uh, you know, getting, I used to be down and dirty. And she was like, okay, so I'm going to go. I was like, Did, see you was later. It, was it that like that? Was uh, she that it was kind of, it was kind of very much like, okay, well, see ya. You know? Yeah. But uh, I get it, you know? Right. But, so uh, she was kind of trying to find her out, basically. I get, but also I didn't really want to like, because again, like I don't drink. So she was like, well, we're going to go to this bar. And I'm like, well, I can't, I will never hook up with someone if they've been drinking, unless it's like a pre-determined like date and they have two drinks, you know yeah. what I mean? Then it's like, all right, but I'll yeah, never but go to the bar. actively drinking. Then. No way. I'll never fucking go home with them. Yeah. You know, so it's sure. like, what am I going to do? Just the, like the pool thing. I was yeah. like, is there going to be pool there? Is there going to no? be activities? Or... Yeah. <laughs> is there a game of Twister? Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we play Parcheesi? <laughs> they're getting drunk, and I'm you like... You have a rummy cube game. <laughs> they're getting drunk, and I'm like trying to do charades. I'm like, are you drunk? I'm like, no, just... Retarded. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you went to the effect mic for? <laughs> is the auto-tune that? That's what I go to, the auto-tune. I love it so I much. mean, you know, it's not offensive if you I put do. it in auto-tune. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> they call it Chinatown for a reason. Okay, well, you know, T-Pain, <laughs> now, the fact that you are saying kind of uh, insensitive things on auto-tune, like, it, it's easier to hear on the ears, but it doesn't make it any different, necessarily. True, but in June it got kind of dark before the night set in, if you know what I mean. No, I don't really know what you mean. Oh! <laughs> oh! Okie dokie. All right. Good to know. Just speaking the truth. I hope we win Michigan. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Positive. Did Trump win Michigan or did Biden? I don't know. I don't know. That was a fucking slog last night. Did Who you knows? watch any of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just so funny. They knew nothing and they just kept reporting on bullshit. Dude, that is the news in a nutshell. Yes. It's literally people having no progress. They're out in the field and they're like, that's right. I'm looking at the officer right now. Yeah, it's yeah. like seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. He's talking to the possible potential victim right yeah. now. They did that with fucking uh, Sandy Hook. I remember they were like, we're looking at a white van. Yeah. Possibly it could be the van, the shooter. Are we getting word? It's a, a plumber um, yeah. who's at the school. Okay. They're uh, literally <laughs> reporting anything that comes to mind. So yeah. anybody can do that job. Yeah. That's why I, I don't know if you have this in LA, but New York, we have New York one, 
which is like the the main like local New York news station. Oh, New York One. Yeah, and they do New segments. York One. So instead of like uh, New York One, fuck you. <laughs> first of all, yeah. yeah. For, first of all, New York One, forget about it. And they do <laughs> segments, so they're not just like pontificating over nothing in in news stories you know what i mean so right. like they'll just report something and then i swear to god like two weeks ago they're reporting on like some like terrible thing and like okay so now we're gonna go and look at uh foreign bodega chips uh roger clark why don't you take it away and he was just going to different <laughs> delis commenting on different chips they have from other countries it was incredible it was amazing i mean good for that guy getting that assignment yeah. rather than something super Dude, i was at caroline's one time and roger clark was in the audience and i brought him up on stage and was like i just have to talk to you and i like sang him songs about how i love new york one it was amazing wow yeah, yeah. it felt so good Did, so th th since he's like a local guy like mm -hmm. everybody in the audience knew who he was right well it was a lot of like uh tourists and stuff right so i had to kind of explain Who and then i really did it for me <laughs> i didn't do it for any it was yeah, yeah. For, that like, was one this for is me. my moment yeah yeah yeah. i'm taking this yeah, right i was now. like go back to duluth okay yeah. <laughs> this is for me this is all for me right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome you're originally from delaware correct? yes yeah i did a delaware. little bit of research Ooh, hey, hey, camera. Hey. that's right <laughs> camera i did yeah. a little bit of delaware. research. how long you been in uh ny since 2003 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back to Delaware for like four years, but uh, I moved back here in 2012. I left in like 2008, come back in 2012. Nice. Yeah. So I've I've been in New York almost longer than I've been in Delaware. So right after college, high school, yeah, time? Right after like high right school. after, Major yeah, 18, yeah, yeah. Which is like weird because Delaware is so small and you like know everyone. Sure. And I came to New York and it was like so so intimidating course you know like i didn't i swear to god the very first time i went on the subway this homeless guy was like ladies and gentlemen and before i left it was i came here in 2003 ladies and welcome to channel news one <laughs> new york it's like what is he's this? there live news correspondent i'm out in the field right now the subway i'm on the subway we just made a stop and no one is giving me any sandwiches <laughs> back to you in the studio <laughs> there's no camera yeah yeah <laughs> i uh it was not even two years after 9 11 so like everyone that I knew was like, dude, there's going to, you, aren't you afraid of terrorism? Aren't yeah. you afraid of an attack? So the first time I was on the train, this guy comes on, he's like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. And I put my head down. I'm like, this is the big one. Yeah. And uh, he came up and he's like, hey man, ain't you never seen a hmm hmm before? And I was like, oh my God, uh -huh. how do I answer? He said the word. Oh, he said, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say. Right. Well, yeah. Unless I oh no, don't say it in <laughs> So the guy came up to you. He's like, hey man, ain't you never seen a before? That's a weird that's just an odd question in general. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just to like assume. Well, also, why is he referring that's almost to himself a lot that of way? Ego, too. Right. Like I'm like the I'm one. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it could be a reason. Well, I mean, it's kind of an insane question from someone who's also begging for things on a train so you know consider the sure. source you know, sure sure i sure. get it i get it i understand do so does delaware have an accent that's distinct oh yeah everyone notices i have an accent really mm -hmm. like how do you say h-i-g-h -H school high school high school mm -hmm. i say high school high people, school people go high school it's high school or like, uh, oh, so you put the on the different syllable. Yeah. You emphasize like, how do you say things? A S S H O L E? Asshole. 
Asshole. Asshole. Ass. Ass. So I, I like so to you, say... Uh, on the front half, you yeah. kind of mm-hmm. put a little bit more punch there. How do you say N-O-S-E? Nose? Nose. 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 Yeah, a little bit of... Okay. How do you say T-O-W-E-L? <laughs> this is when you find out that I'm bad at spelling. <laughs> Towel? Tail. Oh, that's a, that's a major yeah. accent word right yeah. there. I, here, just use a blue towel. <laughs> T-A-O is how I say it. Towel. Interesting. Towel. Yeah, yeah, that's because this is not a, I guess. But the, Delaware has like a fucking shitty accent. Like, uh, like did you use, a lot of people say use. Did you go to Acme to get soda? <laughs> like, that's what they you say. You call it soda there? No, that's, I call Dan Soder at the Acme. <laughs> I'm like, hey, where's Soder? Hey, where is he? Hello, Soder, say, say, say I will say come to your I'm voice. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear a deep voice. I'm like, Soder? Soder? Soder, is that you? Is that you, But bro? yeah, it's a weird accent that people pick up on. But if you hear videos of me from when I was younger, oh my God. Is it real thick? Oh, almost I, indecipherable. I didn't realize that uh, my family has slight, slight, slight Kansas accents. What is that? It's just a little... Just like, um, uh, hey, baby. Just like, oh. just a little bit. Just a little bit of twang. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. That's nice. Yeah, just That's a little comforting. bit. Um, Ours would be like, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? what hey, baby, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? What are you no, doing? That's like yeah, that's more Italian. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, a pretty trashy accent in certain people. Okay. You know, like, um, like sometimes friends will call and be like, yeah, I have you on speakerphone. Do a Delaware accent. I'll be like, so I'm going to the store to go get, I'm going to Wawa to get a hoagie. And uh, then I got to go down to the Delmarva power plant. I'm going to go fishing. Dude, I, I went to a Wawa with Big J and yes. Dan Soder last yes. night. And I'd only been there one other time, but the amount that they talk about Wawa. Yes. It was such an honor to go there yes. with them. Dude, it, it is. I had a Wawa down the street from me. My dad and I used it's to walk so and good. get baseball cards. And then yeah. when I was older, like it was like a rite of passage to be like, you can walk to Wawa by mm-hmm. yourself. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, it was amazing. That sounded like a Smurf going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Just being elevated. Like right every, every time a boy goes to Wawa on his own, a Smurf goes to heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn the rules. That's the rules, That's in, the Delaware. rules in Delaware. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, so now everyone cares about Delaware because Biden is from Delaware. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. So being from Delaware yeah. and after moving to New York, mm-hmm. when was because it took me like the store was one of my first like bigger things that took me a while to complete mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel like more in the scene here. Yeah, yeah. Was the seller your thing out here or, or was it a Comedy Central thing that happened? Or I, I don't know. I felt like, I because I, I can never be alone with myself. Yeah. Or like alone with my thoughts. So I'm always like running around and just like trying to be, like exhaust myself so I can sleep at night. Yeah. So I felt, um I don't know. I, I felt pretty comfortable for like a while, I guess, like being, you know, like here or there. Like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like affable. I, I don't think I, I get... I, I also try not to let people's like opinions and shit bother me. Like, I don't want to know yeah. what you think. So I try not to like look at people's like Twitters. I want conversations that we have to be 
what it is and not bring like bullshit into it of like oh this person i heard this rumor blah blah, blah. so oh, i try yeah, not the, to like listen the to comedy gossip mill yeah, yeah, yeah you hear this it's like, yeah yeah, uh... yeah yeah i try to stay out of that because then i just want to like like you or dislike you for how you treat me you know something that i that i've seen in your your stand-up that i was just curious to ask you about is uh you are I don't know what your current like uh, sexual position is like mm -hmm. as far as like uh, where you like you're very open sexually, mm -hmm. but I don't know what if you even put a label on it or categorize it. When did you start talking about that on stage? Because well, I like, feel like it takes like a while before you're comfortable enough just being doing that as a person. Mm -hmm. And then like because it, it took me a while, like because I was too close to it to even talk about my parents divorce on stage. Mm. Because, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you try to talk about it and then you feel uncomfortable. Then the audience tells, mm -hmm. can tell that you're uncomfortable. Totally. When did that start? Like, being... Well, I had that about my dad because my dad died when I was eight. And mm -hmm. I've tried to talk it on stage. And I've, I've, I'm pretty proud. I made like, um, I have like a big chunk on it that I, I'm like proud about. But it took like years and years and years because you have to really own it or else the audience is going to sniff that fear. You know yep. what I mean? And um, the sexuality thing is like, I held that inside for so long. I, I, I didn't um, tell anyone about the fact that I've like been with men and trans women until I was like 32. Mm -hmm. Like I thought I was going to die with that. Like that was going to be like my secret. Gotcha. And then like when the pole shooting happened in Florida, that really kind of fucked with me. Cause I was at um, like a trans nightclub that night and nobody knew that about me. And I kind of had this thing of like, what if I'm at like a gay club trying to like, you know, live, this part of my life that no one knows about and I get murdered. And then everyone in my life is like, what the fuck was he doing alone at a gay? Is he right. this? Oh my God. Why didn't we, did he, was he scared? You know? So that kind of not forced me, but made me be like, you know, maybe this is something you should like talk about or like tell someone about. And, um, you know, it's, it's like weird. Cause I never knew if I was like, cause I've, I've always intimacy is with women mm -hmm. and relationships are with women. And I, crave intimacy with women and comfortability in that regard but i could never do that with men and so men is just very like sexual so it's weird to be like because everyone now we have like everyone is in a box to express their individuality sure. you know like i'm different so i'm this and it's like well you're not different because so many other people are this yeah they fall know? in the same category yeah and i never knew that like bisexuality could be like uh, option i guess <clears throat> i always thought that well if you're with a dude you're gay oh right that mentality of like one guy yep. you're gay yep. that's it yeah you can never look at yeah. a woman again yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like that off kind of thing. limits right off <laughs> limits <laughs> off limits faggot vaginas are off limits for you now you can never be with a woman again because you slept with a man haven't you read the bible you little pussy <laughs> one penis and you're done for good even if you look at another man, your evil sin, 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 die, you little pussy boy. And that was basically my internal monologue. Did you grow up years. religious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I had that, and like, it was so weird, because like- Was it um, fire and brimstone? Like that kind of- no, Because I, gr I grew up very religious really? as well. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to hear about oh. your experience. Well, I, I like, I like loved God and Jesus so much as a kid, and then like, my mom's side of the family, not my, my grandfather helped, helped raise me, but my mom's like sister and brother were like really homophobic, you know, in like a way that was like, like they had gay neighbors and they were like, don't go on the, their lawn, you'll catch it. 
And a part of me was like, uh, well, when you're cleaning the kitchen, I'm going to roll in the grass. <laughs> you know, like maybe I'll go over there. And uh, just shit like that, like little like fucking comments that weirded me out. And it's so funny because, you know, like my I and, and also when a parent dies when you're young, you're told like, well, they're with you forever. Mm -hmm. And if like being gay is like a sin, then my dead relatives and my father are like watching me engage in this act, just like hating me. So you have that on your mind, but you're feeling like pleasure at the same time. You, so you associate guilt and shame with pleasure. And uh, right. that like really, really fucks you up. And uh, it's so funny because, you know, my my dad used to write me. I don't know. Is this like too much? But uh, my dad used to write me letters every day before he went to work. Mm -hmm. Like he wrote me and my mom, like, you know, like these like on legal pad, like these page long notes because he was working all the time. So it was like really nice to That's wake really up nice. and see like dad's note, you know, and um. I had these stacks and I was going through them like, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, e even during quarantine, just to like reread. And there were so many notes that were like, just be yourself and everything will. Okay. We love you for who you are. You know, be the Ian that you want to be like all this, like reaffirming stuff of like, it's okay. And I always thought that like, he would hate me for this, you know, like my family, if they, but you look out, back I'm, at it and, and it's you're like, like oh, day, like, Wow. He clearly knew that there might be. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if he knew, but he like just wanted me to be myself. He just wanted to support of, like, you. Yeah. Trying to be anything that I wasn't, you know, like whatever you are, be it, you know, and it's okay. We will accept you for whatever you are. If you're wild and rambunctious, because I, I had a lot of behavioral problems. Sure. So it was like, just be yourself and try to not cause trouble and things will be okay. You know? Yeah. And so like, I didn't, because he was gone. I didn't have that message, but it was like written in the scroll, you know? Sure. And, uh, but I, I was had here the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I yeah. had a totally different perception of what it was because I was getting like these signals and everything. And I've always like been into women. I love women. I'll, I'll fucking eat pussy for days. That's my favorite. And then like, I'll suck a dick for like 10 minutes. And, and I'm that's like, truth no right there. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> that is the that is the truth. That is all I need. That's that pussy-eating truth. I'm like Jesus. I can turn one pussy into 5,000 loaves. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine one horny guy at that miracle? He's like, yeah, I mean, that's cool and everything. Like, you change your fishes, but like... I got to eat in a different way out here. <laughs> like, what you doing about the vagina situation out here? Jesus, do me a solid. Hey, real quick. Real quick, bro. Hey, um, real quick, fam. Real quick. <laughs> we made him a black dude. So. <laughs> he was. He was. Jesus was a black guy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So it was, it was like this thing that uh, I finally started, like, opening up about in therapy and then like i started talking to friends about it well, how old were like, you when you were going to therapy i mean i've been i'm just curious about kind of like the the timeline of like well what have you ever been to therapy to... i've been to couples therapy before ah. which uh i realized when i went to couples therapy with my wife that i probably could have benefited from uh, singular therapy, therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah my wife did have me go after we did a couples therapy she goes do you want to you want to go uh -huh. alone? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, not really. She goes, I think it's a... I mean, yeah. So I had a one-on-one -on -one session. 
uh, with the therapist. And uh, so far, every time I've gone to a therapist, I've been like, yeah. I'm like, like, well, I guess I'm getting my money's worth. Just like letting out everything. Bro, one time I went to, uh, like, I I wanted to go to therapy and I I made the appointment and I went in and like, okay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on? My like grandfather just died and I just started like sobbing. Yeah. I was like, every time I close my eyes, I see his melting body with the cancer taking over. I can't stop. And I'm like sobbing and the woman's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm just the intern taking the notes. <laughs> the therapist will see you after they evaluate. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, could you save some of this for the actual yeah, yeah, yeah. therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just a note taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a to get a few keywords it's something about the way they ask it too though that literally i don't know it's a it's a certain tone that i don't know if they're trained or or whatever but like the way they ask it where it's like like yeah, yeah you yeah. feel something like shift or like well it's like this weird thing because you never feel i never want to like dump all my shit on like a partner like friends and then well, when it's a stranger, like, it's yeah, it's it's better in some way. I know, yeah. But then that's so weird because if you stop seeing that one, you have to go to another, and then you got to do your whole rigmarole of like, well, this happened when, ba 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 ba. Yeah. You know? So like, being it's, in and out of therapy is like it's like a new agent or a manager. Like, so things are going okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then well, it's yeah. like dating. It's like so yeah. I have to tell you about this thing, and here's my trauma. You right. Know, and you're like, Bleh. But uh, yeah, I I remember like I had to I had to go to like group like um, uh, what's it called like lo- grief therapy when I was like eight. Was it like anonymous people that would go and and it was like in a church, was like in, church? in in like a church cafeteria or whatever, and you like go and you're so and I was like the youngest one there. It was like so weird, you know. And uh, I just like didn't get that you were supposed to like talk about feelings, sure. you know. So I just I I went like a couple times and like left. It was like something I never talked about. And I think that's why talking about that on stage is kind you need to discuss and decipher this stuff in your personal life before you bring it to the stage, I think, or else people are going to find that kind of, Oh, you know, it's, fear. it's, it's, they see the fear or it's just sad. There's yes. no, there's no, yes. you know what I mean? Cause I've yes. tried to talk about some stuff on stage, uh, with certain family stuff where, I'm like, oh, I haven't figured out how to make this funny yet. Yeah. It's sad just me retelling right. it. Right. But at the same time, you almost have to have a space on stage where you can just talk yeah. and not care about the reaction just so you can get it out and hear it and let it fucking flow into a thing. But there's a thing inside of it. So it's like, where's the funny? Where's the laugh? Where, you know, that's like, what I, I miss about laugh. like the, the late night spots when clubs yes. are open. It's like, there's no pressure with yep. those late night spots. Yep. It's for you to experiment and mm-hmm. find different things about your act and yourself on stage. Yeah. So that's what's so gratifying about yes. it is when you unlock little things like, oh, okay, I can make this funny if I, you know, say it like mm-hmm. this and not have a certain tone or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And also a lot of, I'm fine at like, a lot of my my act is not really like what I say, but it's like how I say it, like the emotion. Same like here, dude. Intonation, the passion, like everything, yes, yes, the energy yes. behind it. Yes, you look at something on paper, it's like what? This is where's the punchline? Oh, line? dude, but the punchline's in how you say it. If people read are like some of our joke oh, books, dude. like people be like, "What a I don't yes, understand." Totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like a teleprompter, it's like don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Just let me go. Let me do my thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like for like late night sets. It's I, I'm not I don't think I'm really like a late night like five minute com unless I just go out. I've submitted blazing. many times yeah. and I have not gotten it. I don't think that that will necessarily be my path. I would love to get one of those mm-hmm. down the line, but like 
every also every version of the sets that I've submitted, I'm like, it's a watered down version of what yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way to put it. Totally. It's like, yeah, okay, I can do five minutes of clean jokes. Yeah. But it's 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 Frankensteining right. together. And also, I'm not a sit still and talk guy. I got to no. like roam around and spin and fucking strut and like karate yeah. kick or whatever. Of course. And if you let me do that, then it'll be great. But if you're like, you know, we kind of, you know, there's only this much space you can use. I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Denied. Denied. It's got. It's okay. <laughs> so it takes a while. So yeah. long story short uh, of of us going over is it takes a while to kind of talk uh, about yeah. family stuff and sexual proclivities and stuff like that. And but also, um, you got to realize that you're force feeding people a thing that they're not really comfortable with. So in order oh, to make sure people relate to it in a way that's palatable to, to them is uh, is a feat in and of its own. I'm still working on, I've been working on something for years and I'm still working on, and it's going to take me a while to perfect it. I'm still trying to, I have some jokes about my family's divorce mm -hmm. that, dude, doesn't matter how funny I think it is right now. Mm -hmm. The audience, they're self-conscious because half the audience has been divorced. And yeah. they're like, oh, it's making me yeah. think about my well, divorce. That, that's the thing about talking about, you know, booze or addiction or, or anything is that you're talking about a topic that goes against the grain of what everyone in the building is doing at yeah. the time. So in order to, like, convince them that alcohol is, like, evil, you get a real uphill battle yeah. before you while people are just, like, getting drunk. Yeah, you know? like, go on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I like... And also something I like too is like getting everyone to like me and be on my side. And then I reveal my sexuality and I can feel the room tense up because their latent bigotry comes out. Sure. You know? And then I love calling it out. Like you guys liked me a couple minutes ago. And I know. Things changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that say about oh, you? that's interesting. Oh. Well, I'm not your favorite plumber anymore. Huh? <laughs> not your favorite little I'm blue so collar so guy. Not your favorite unicycler yeah, anymore. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. 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 The mustache twitched, twists the other way. <laughs> <laughs> my mustache goes both ways. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's awesome. It. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I want to get into uh, this final segment with you. Yes. It is called Sax Talk. What? Yes. All right. Let's sax it up. Oh, sax talk. Oh, my God. Have you ever been a fan of ska? Yeah. I yeah. Like yeah. Oh. Yes, yes I, I, I love, love ska. The sax and ska music is awesome. Yes. It's awesome. I love horns. Yeah. Horn oh, my God. Little yeah. Feet is one of my favorite bands. Okay. Just some, some of that backwoods boogie, baby. Yeah, I, I love ska. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Nothing better than some sax and some ska. So, uh, this is how sax talk goes. Uh, basically... I beg you to play One Step Beyond by Madness. Yep. That's exactly, that's exactly what's that. <laughs> we just talk about the ska and sax yes, talk. Yes, yes. You share a story of a sexual encounter. Why? It can be as innocent or as graphic as you'd like, uh -huh. and I will fill it in and compliment you with some sax to help paint the picture. Oh. So, think of something that you would like to maybe share in story or monologue form, and I will... I will play along with you. Oh, interesting. How long? Uh, 
couple minutes. I don't know. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, it can go as long or short as you'd like. To be honest, hmm. I'll follow you along either way. Okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. One time, uh, I had like a, a party at my house, and uh, it got pretty rowdy. Let's say, got pretty pretty wild, and uh, everybody was trying to hook up with everybody at the house. It was just like a baklana of like pills, sex, and and booze. That's right. I had a girl over. She was a Red Bull girl. That means at car races she would sell Red Bulls. That's right. And Red Bull girl, she didn't come alone. She brought some bulls in her stable. Yeah. And the bulls in the stable arrived in Red Bull girl's mom's minivan. I went outside to smoke a cigarette with one Red Bull girl. And when I walked inside... Girls are flashing my friend in the kitchen because he was giving them packs of cigarettes. <laughs> and I don't know if you can tell, but just by that description, this story did take place in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> oh, flash forward to the end of the night. A girl's on the couch. We're making out and I'm getting a handy over my pants. That's right. And my buddy, he's on the edge of the couch. And he's getting a foot job. Uh-huh. And then after a couple minutes, we start to hear him moan. And that disrupts the mood. Because the girl realizes that her feet were on his penis and she thought she was just moving her feet into a pillow on the couch. The next morning, her phone kept buzzing because her boyfriend was wondering where she was. He said he had a lot of friends with him and we begged her to not give out my address. She left and we immediately started smoking weed. We heard a little rumor that you can get animals high by blowing weed into their ears. We didn't want to hurt my dog, so we just blew weed smoke into each of our own ears. Turns out, it doesn't work. The end. <laughs> Delaware. 
Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I always this have a blast so with you, dude. This was so fucking fun, man. I always, yeah. Dude, can we go get some food now? I would love to. Heck yeah. Um, awesome. Where can uh, people find you on socials and stuff like that? You can find me on Instagram, uh, Ian Fidance, I-A-N-F-I-D-A-N-C-E, uh, I-Animal69, I-A-N-I-M-A-L-6-9. Uh, Ian Finance on Twitter, ianfinance.com. I have a bunch of shows in the city. I'm like rocking out every night and I don't update my website because I'm like, well, everything's dead. And people keep, they're like, where I don't see your shows. I'm like, oh, I feel like stand up outside is not indoors. So I'm like, are these people really going to come? Maybe, and they do. Maybe put it on your uh, Instagram stories. I, do, I put them on have the stories. So yeah, if you want to well, come follow shows, Ian put them on, on my stories. Follow Ian on Instagram and check out his stories. And I do like different wanting. little videos every day and stuff. My yeah. Instagram's popping. Check it the fuck out. Oh dude, out. I love your Instagram. Thanks man. Yeah, Thank you. You too. Stuff. I'm so glad you had me, man. I'm so glad we got to spend some time. Dude, I know. We always, it's so quick after shows and stuff. So yeah. it's cool to actually sit down and yeah. like, get to hang a little bit. It's fucking rule. And I'm pumped for dinner now too. I'm so excited. Yeah. What are we gonna get? <laughs> what is I've never oh done this for so what are we gonna get for dinner? What are we gonna get for dinner? Boom bow bow bow. We could try to get some Chinese or a smoked salmon if you nasty. Girl, that sounded pretty good to me. We might have to get the Chinese though, cause it's not as good in LA. It sounds good to me, and let me recommend the beef and broccoli. You know I'm getting the beef and broccoli if we get it Chinese. And if we go to one place, I might get nasty and get some soft shell crab. Don't get me started on the soft shell crab. It is so great with my hand, I want to grab onto that. Softshell crab! Softshell crab! What's your fortune, baby? It's gonna be good if we're getting some food in the neighborhood with the end finance. It makes you wanna take a chance every time he sees his beautiful face. And when he walks down the street, he's carrying mace. He's eating finance! And if you don't follow him, follow now. Woo! Woo! Hell yeah! Good night, New York! Good night, New York City!